All right, well, thank you guys very much for doing the interview. Uh, I thought the data was interesting. Uh, I wasn't there for your previous discussion at Radio Mankato yeah. and K2E, but I was looking through the um, numbers and I uh, wrote a little bit about it. And I was wondering, there was a, a significant increase in the seizure of cocaine, crack cocaine, and fentanyl pills in powder form. So I was just wondering why there was such an increase there. Uh, because a lot of that, those substances are containing fentanyl. Uh, we're seeing a lot of our cocaine has fentanyl in it. A lot of our, you know, obviously the fentanyl powder. People are mixing that in there, and that's what's really having an impact on our communities, you know, with the overdoses and the deaths and all that. So we target that to try and... Based on your intelligence, do you know if the users themselves know a lot of the time, part of the time, none of the time, whether fentanyl is going to be in the substances that they're buying? Yeah, it's pretty well known now yeah. that, it, that it has. Uh, when it first we first started seeing some cocaine with the fentanyl powder in it or, or laced with fentanyl, we had some unsuspected, you know, overdoses that people didn't know why this happened. They thought they were getting cocaine and they were dropping. So um, a lot of that's why you see these seizures going up because we're focused on that, trying to stop this, the harm that's coming to the community with that, you know, trying to get ahead of it. So there's less accidental <laughs> fentanyl mix yeah. Um, purchases now, you'd say like a lot of the people buying actually are seeking it out? Or? They're asking for fentanyl. Yeah, is that right? Because the opioid is such, it's so addictive, so that, addictive and, powerful. and powerful that they can't get the high off the other stuff that they used to. So that's what they seek out is the fentanyl. I also said there was a, a little bit of an increase in prescription pills, 336 more seizures. Were those any specific type of pills? Because I, I noticed that fentanyl pills were distinguished, so I was wondering, like, what types of pills were being seized other than the fentanyl that pills? That would be other prescriptions that people are, you know, either selling to, you know, mimic the fentanyl pills or have on hand for other, you know. We find some pill distributors, and then they have other things on hand because not everybody is taking fentanyl, you know. Sure. Um the other question I wanted to know is, uh, what are some of the other local uh, trends you're seeing in drug-related crime regionally? Uh, what do you mean? Is there anything that sticks out to you, like you know, more burglaries or uh, anything like that, or just anything that you know you and other members of the task force might have just noticed in the last couple of years with the increase of these specific? Well, we're seeing a lot crimes. more violent crimes, you know, um, with these. Um, higher, you know, the higher potency drugs and stuff like that. Um, people who are either not in their right mind or uh, committing these crimes because they are so addicted to this that they're either in so much pain or they need to get it. So a lot of strong arm robberies or physical assaults, uh, break-ins, stuff like that to where people who are holding large amounts are either getting robbed or uh, some kind of assault to, to steal the product. And do you see that too, Pat, with an increase in the county-wide uh, criminal statistics? Yes, you know, and nationally, <clears throat> the violent crimes have gone down, 
but locally they, they continue to stay on par and it's not necessarily because it, it is you know yes we're seeing more of these cases but this is a regional area and with continued growth we continue to see that uptick just based upon what we have in the community you know when you, when, when you have and I'm not saying they're the problem, but when, when you add 15,000 college students into a population of 67,000, that's a that's a big jump and it takes a big hit. And when you're bringing people to the community, when there's um, 150,000 people coming in and out of the community on a daily basis, it keeps these guys very busy. And I assume you're talking about like a lot of the 169 corridor traffic. Correct. Uh, Correct. I think you know, it was a... A traffic study down yep. in St. Peter that was like 150,000 cars per day. Per day, yeah. You know, and there's so. and but that's what uh, Greater Mankato Growth would tell you. The last I checked, that we have 150,000 people come in in and out of this community on a daily basis. There's 17,000 people that come into Mankato to work on a daily basis. You know, so it's it's just that when you're the true regional outstate center, you're you. you you know, we have a lot of good things going on here, but we always need to prepare for the challenges and, and what the drug task force and what our office deals with is those challenges. Okay. Uh, what are some of the other regional drug task force saying about their own trends? Do you know, like, do you have con constant communication? You know, the with... ones that we, yeah, I mean, altogether we've seen an increase in the fentanyl. <clears throat> um, we're seeing the, the costs go down, which obviously they're flooding the market and the cost per dosage unit is going down and you know the the product is going up that we're seeing larger amounts of of that stuff so okay so the trends kind of mirror and on yeah. par with uh, parallel anyway um is there a lot of collaboration between the other drug task force regionally like cannon river and uh, what is it the BL, the blr blr yeah mm -hmm. uh, redwood and renville yeah. area we all kind of try to work together you know um to go after these sources to, to get them out of our area. I mean, that's what's affecting our areas is these people selling and distributing this poison. And we try to get those people and hold them accountable because then it, it stops that from spreading. And mentioning the sources since we're on that subject, uh, do you have a lot of data of where a lot of the, you know, sources for some of the chemicals or substances come from like you know china mexico domestically or south america or any other place yeah, a lot of it's coming straight over the border um you know obviously we know china's big play in in bringing fentanyl and fentanyl powder um, and then a lot of it's just being made over the border and and brought over um, okay and then sourced from there so um for a more like practical community um, look at this, like what do you think people could do to be proactive in the community for finding like local resources to treat addiction or maybe just finding a way out of this overall lifestyle that could get them, you know, uh, sent to prison or die or, you know, injured or just convicted of a crime? You know, I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, people need to, to care about their community and say something and act. Uh, we have too many people who know what's going on or, or they don't act because they're afraid of retaliation. Um, but, you know, with those resources, with those people and them, you know, sharing that information, we're able to act and, and do something about it to hopefully make their area or their lives better. But we just need people to step up and speak out and 
you know, not be afraid to contact us. I mean, they can stay anonymous and all that at any time. Uh, but the more information we know, the more that we can do. All right. Well, uh, that's all the questions I have. Is there anything you guys would like to add? Oh, just to follow up on, on what you were talking about, Rob, it's, it's the old adage, if you see something, say something. So that's how, that's how they know and that's how they get tips. And, and so, I mean, they've got plenty going on, but they're always willing to take time and they go out to many of the different schools and other places. I don't know how many presentations. Yeah, we did over 30 some presentations this year. Um, yeah, 34 you know, it looks like. Yep. And, you know, attendance at that schools, that's, uh, um, home groups, you know, neighborhood watch, all that kind of thing, just to kind of bring them the information that we know and explain to them how they can, you know, help stop this or, or you know, at least make somebody aware of it going on in their community. All right. Well, there you have it. Perfect. Perfect. I appreciate you guys yeah. taking the time out of your day to come talk to me. Yeah. All right. Thanks it was very nice in, meeting man. you as well. If you have any right. other questions, you know, you know how to get a hold of us. Yeah, definitely.